Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? This is your boy Vin Vin. Let me talk over. Let me start up again. Who's Vin Vin? I don't know. This is L. That's like that's like Win Win. Little little Wang Wang. Little big little big toe. Um, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's another episode of Dakota Forty. I am Vincent, your host this week. As always, I got my main man to the right of me or to the left of me. Whoever the fuck wants to go first. Okay. Start over again. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck. Wherever the fuck. Uh, <laughs> this is the new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. Hey, what's going on, people? It's another episode of Decoding 40. I'm your host this week, Vin, and to my left, I have my man. Uh, this is your boy, L.O. AKA. There's been so many takes to get to this point, I forgot my AKA. This is Alaric. He, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like the dude. You ever see that video? Remember the Noonchuck dude where he did the he does the fucking backflip? And then he kind of like hits himself in the head somehow, or, or he no, he does a backflip, yes. but doesn't do the the complete backflip. Yes, yeah. Gets up, starts stumbling, and does the nunchucks. Yeah, yeah. But before he does the move, he goes hmm. <laughs> like it was like a hmm, like he's about to do something, and then he just, "Are you okay?" No, he's not. And that's the best part of the video right there. Anyway, I I did have an AKA this week, and I forgot to say nice. my AKA this week is. AKA Bob Vila, this whole house. You'll you'll know more about that in the check-in. Anyway, um, so what's going on in your lives, fellas? Who wants to go first this week? I am checking in from Gatlinburg. Well, actually, not in Gatlinburg. I'm no, not in Pigeon Gatlinburg. Forge. Pigeon I'm in Pigeon Forge, Forge which is right next, right to outside of Gatlinburg. Absolutely. Yeah, that we're we're actually going through there. That's where the location is where we're shooting. And I've been in this part of Tennessee before. And it's interesting. It's interesting. It's it's a especially in Pigeon Forge, it's way more diverse than I thought it would be. I mean, I today I saw white people, black people, Asian people, Native Americans. So it's a pretty mixed bag in this in this part of the state, mm. or maybe in this town. I don't know what it looks like outside of here, but I just got probably here. right outside is is probably heavily white, but yeah, that area. Because there's a lot of people who come there for vacation or just to get away for the weekend. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of people who live there at this point. Because last time I was there, probably, I don't know, 20 something years ago. I mean, this is definitely the most populous place I've seen here. Um, but I've never, I've never been to, I've never been to like Nashville. I've been through Knoxville, but I didn't, I didn't really go through Knoxville. We just sort of passed through it the last time we were here. But, um, you know, I, I literally just got here a couple of hours ago, so. We just definitely have to put Nashville on the list. So but we got to get a Nashville definitely has to be on the list. Especially because the bourbons. Sure. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the, the bourbons. It's, um, it's just really become a nice party city. It's got some really nice places. Uh, last time I was there, I don't know, two, three years ago, re- a lot of new places uh, have, have been built and uh, running. And it's like, wow, this is a real city right now. Let's yeah, my, my, still there. My brother-in-law yeah, is actually down here. He's in Nashville. Shout out to him. 
he went on a tour. He went on the uh, bourbon tour over at uh, Uncle Nearest. Oh, did he? Nice. Yeah, yeah. He said it was fantastic. Wow. Faye, holla at your boys. I'm saying. That's really all that's going on. Um, it was just a mad dash to get down here and, um, you know, sort of get settled in. Like, it was a whole going just to get my recording stuff set up. The desk wasn't working for me. The lights aren't working for me. But I'm here. Made it happen. So Yeah, currently Rick looks like he's in uh witness protection. <laughs> all he's yep. all he needs right now is the voice. So um they, these niggas got me in a hotel somewhere. I don't know fuck I'm at. I guess my AK this week is first forty eight. First forty eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but listen, Rick is not a cheap snitch, so you can't you can't bribe with McDonald's. He's not taking <laughs> McDonald's bribe. No, no. <laughs> that's that's my check in. I hate you, man. So what's up with you, Al? First off, uh, newsflash, outside is ghetto. It is just absolutely <laughs> ghetto. Um, Earth been ghetto. Yeah, but this planet is I want to leave. I, I, I want to move to a better planet because this, I understand why Bezos and everybody is trying to leave. We got assassins on the train. Uh, mm. White supremacy is on like level 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and you remember last year, everybody was like busting to get out, like, we outside, we outside. Right. I just want to be inside. I want to be buckled in. I want to be locked in, have all my deliveries or groceries delivered. And um, yeah, my my uh, Yelp review for Earth is uh, absolutely negative five and absolutely would not recommend. Suck. Would not recommend. Would not recommend. A place to fuel up. But other than that, keep <laughs> yeah, you, you, you just got to pass through. <laughs> if you just need a couple business. of bodies to eat. <laughs> if you want to probe some cows it's cool dope yeah. spot but other than that you got to keep it moving yeah this planet is trash mm. i actually did have a psa uh for white people who wish to do black people harm could you do us a favor and just stay out of our neighborhoods uh period don't come there's no room at the end the black jesus and his patients are running thin and i don't know how much longer black people are going to ask for hugs and whatnot before we start just bugging back with precision because the other week some rando white person is up in harlem trying to stick black people with syringe needles on 125th street Mm. he got some hands put on him but uh unfortunately the police were there to prevent him from really being uh dealt with and getting some street justice yeah (laughs) getting some street uh justice dealt to him so it was crazy. I don't know. The video is making this round. So if you happen to see the video, he was trying to stick people with fucking needles. Yeah. What did they find out? What was in the needle? The details haven't come out, so it's unclear that it might be that the needles were empty. They didn't contain anything. But just the fact that he's doing it is obviously going to stress he, somebody out. Did he actually get to jab someone? I don't think so. I think someone saw him trying to do it yeah and then they uh put some hands on him but weren't able to really fully uh get to the 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 white meat in order hold to up, hold, hold up he probably was woke up that morning you know what i feel like doing i'm gonna go up to harlem and stab some people with a needle he did not think he was gonna get his ass whooped <laughs> I, I, I think you know, situations like Buffalo empower and encourage mm-hmm. these idiots to do stuff like this. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so I just really just stay out of Harlem because yeah. I, I don't think black people are going to deal with this much longer. 
Well, you know what? If you're going to go somewhere, maybe you want to go to the hot blocks on, in Harlem. I mean, <laughs> if, 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 you, if you're looking for a gunfight, like the Bronx, they're shooting like hotcakes. So Yo, they won't they won't go to the Bronx. No, no, they won't go to the Bronx because, no. you know, they packing up in the Bronx. Yeah, Poppy and the crew, they're not having that shit. Yo, Bronx 12 has a video of people shooting on the street every day. <laughs> every day. The block the- is hot. The block is hot. <laughs> what is going on in the Bronx? They are fighting back. Obviously, they have a oversupply of bullets that they're trying to get and- rid of. And they have a no, they have a no gentrification, gentrification clause. <laughs> it's a heavy, it's a strong community. policy. Yo, it's a strong policy up there, son. Oh, you, we're not being gentrified. You're going to take this, this you're gonna take my apartment out of my, my bloody hands. That's the crazy thing is like, family forever. that drops the property value, which probably is making it more attractive. Uh, uh, you're right. Yeah. And you that's got to get the right. That's why in. this planet is trash. Right. Wow. Cause they're not. They're just gonna move the whole block. They're right. Just gonna move one guy. They'll move the whole block. Is there like a drug war going on in the Bronx? Is that what's happening? No, I think there's a bullet war. Motherfuckers been in in the house so long. They yeah, forgot they just how shoot. to like really interact with people. And when you're living in your own head for so long, you don't really know how to deal with the outside world. And a lot of people have been doing that. Who have been, you know, either working from home not working, just being by themselves. Now you, now motherfuckers is like outside is open and people don't know how to fucking act anymore, man. And it, that's why it's so crazy right now. Mm. That's I, why I, the homeless are running shit and everything else. It's just like, everybody's find, like lost their mind. I find it hard to believe the Bronx gunmen were working from home. I don't think they were like remote IT guys. <laughs> no, they they were home <laughs> waiting yeah. to bust their guns. Oh, okay. They've been cleaning their guns for yes. two years. And the rest of the, but everybody else was, it wasn't in the house. Mm. So now you have people who've, it doesn't matter if you're busting your gun or not or where they've been, people are now outside again. And, and it's like people forgot how to fucking act out in public. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's, you know what I mean? When I say Everybody's this city is on, it's a hairpin trigger to let for people to go off on people. I'm seeing so many arguments is out of control is yeah. like really crazy. You know, you, you, you just said that. And I'm thinking about, I, I just started rewatching the boondocks and there's the episode where he talks about a nigga moment. And that is that episode is what's happening right now mm-hmm. outside. As far as you said it hairpin, you can't even half cut somebody off without motherfuckers losing their mind. Yeah, people are just out here just doing and saying stupid shit. I don't know, man. It's gonna be a hot summer. I think you're right, man. I think people had they were living in their own bubble of peace, and now they have to share because, like, New York has always been a place where there's no real personal space. Mm-mm. Like, once you get on the subway, you swipe that metro card, you, you have up. signed up for no personal space. Mm-hmm. And um, I think people got used to that. And like now it's it's unnerving to have somebody that close to you. It's a bit crazy, man. Um, you know, We just had that incident with the, the gentleman who was killed in the subway and shit like that. Shot on the subway for we don't know for what at this mm-hmm. point. But you, you hit the nail on the head. Ella. It's, it just seems like Earth is really ghetto right now. And um, I want to leave. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Yo. Get a fucking spaceship. Let's get out of here. I'm ready to be Bezos over the head for a flight ticket. 
<laughs> this is really out of control, but I'm going to leave on a positive note. It's graduation season. So uh, congratulations to all the graduates. You've obviously put in the hard work. So now it's time to celebrate and move on to your next adventure. And I want to give a special shout out to a sister that I saw on um, the platform the other day. Um, she was obviously on her way to Columbia for their graduation. And uh, she was reveling in all her black girl magic. And it was cool for me because she was obviously a source of light in what was otherwise the hell of the MTA. But I noticed that myself and other black people who noticed her were smiling outwardly and quietly because what was happening, obviously my train was late, running late. So I was there for a while. And all of the graduates from Columbia were starting to, you know, get onto the platform and they were making the transfer. And she was the only one who didn't look like an Ivy League, Bel Air kid, you know, Carlton Banks type kid. She had her braids and her tattoos and she just looked like she was a sister from the hood who had earned her way to get this degree. And it was just nice because everybody, I think, understood. They didn't know her story, but they understood her struggle right. or her potential struggle. And the fact that she was there in a sea of Stepford kids and being able to stand out among them, I took it as a source of pride. And I, I think every Black person that saw her did the same. So uh, shout out to her and everybody who is defying the impossible and breaking chains in their family history. And if it's a degree or starting a business or taking the first job uh, offer that you'll get as an adult, kudos to you. And yeah, you did that. So peace. This is Leon and I am done speaking. Thank you, brother <laughs> L for that eloquent graduation, goodwill greeting. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy L.O. And wanted to invite you to give us a call at 619-940-4040. Just give us a shout out. Give us a call and let us know how you hate the show, how you love the show, or how you're indifferent to the show. Either way, we would love to hear from you. Just give us a call. This is Decoding 40. What's up with me? I finally, with the help of Cuba got uh, this audio book downloaded into ACX and they approved it. The author heard it and she loved it. And now I just have to wait 10 days before it's actually published and out and everybody can download it. On oh, that's Audible awesome. And that's amazing. Have, Throw some bombs on that. Yeah. And then I, and then I got, I'm, I'm actually working on my second one that I'm doing that's due. I, I have to get it done to done by the end of the month. That one will probably be out in the middle of June. So, yeah, so things are going good with the voiceover stuff. I decided to cause my back and my legs and my arms some un 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 unsolicited pain by digging a hole in my backyard and deciding to, uh, me and my wife were like, okay, let's build a deck by using pallets. And we went on the internet and we looked this stuff up. And, you know, on the internet, this shit look mad easy, son. I'm like, oh, I can... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this in a day. I'm like, shit, I can do this, son. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> do this in five hours. So my my ass decides to go out. So today is Monday. I did it yesterday. I went out during 
the hottest day so far of the year was yesterday. Between yesterday and Saturday, it was hot as fuck. And I went out there between 10 and 5, and I dug this hole. And then I had all these tools. Then you got to, like, even the the, the fucking um, ground, and you got to lay down the fabric. You got to spray for weeds. I'm, like, literally taking piles of dirt from one part of the yard to the other part. <sighs> After all that was done, you know, my wife gave me a lovely massage. But I woke up this morning, son, and it felt like. I jumped out of a plane and my parachute didn't open. <laughs> I felt like Don Cheadle in fucking Civil War in that, in that Marvel movie when he falls out the sky and shit and, it's, and the fucking suit hits the ground. Yeah, Yo, that's so funny. I just watched uh, uh, what's the uh, first Avengers of the second part? Infinity War. Infinity War. And Thanos squeezes uh Rhodey's uh suit. Uh-huh. And he just like, oh, <laughs> and he falls to the ground. That's exactly what I imagined. <laughs> Listen, my I woke up this morning, my back, my legs, my thighs, my yo, I was in pain. Last night the shit started to hurt. And uh I took like an eight hundred milligram Moltrin and that mm. that kind of helped me. But yo, I woke up this morning, it felt like yo, they someone took bats to me that's how that shit felt man but it was it was uh it was a lot of work man but um you know tomorrow me and the wife are gonna finish it up putting the boards down and stuff like that and then we have to uh i have to get some plastic because it's supposed to rain from wednesday to friday and i don't want this shit to get all wet right but uh it's a fun project man and I, you know hey once you dig the hole it's pretty much easy you know right right but you got to get the pallets you know shout out to dom she um so our podcast manager gave us the pallets and it's a lot. Yo, I, them, the pallets themselves probably weigh a good 25, 30 pounds. Mm. They're heavy, you know, I mean, considering you got to lift them and move them and maneuver them, but 30, uh, they don't weigh 30 pounds. Mm, the ones I have, they might make either 30 or a little more. These shits are like really, really solid. They're not like pallets you see at, at a, at a, at a supermarket. These are, at, these were bought specifically to do type of stuff like this like to make furniture so they're really really heavy duty pallets she has more i mean you, you if you want to build that in your backyard i, I suggest you talk to her so yeah. how high is this deck going to be well the pallets are about they're about four and a half five inches tall and the hole i put in the ground was maybe about two inches deep and then i put like cement blocks like i have these flat cement blocks i had it laying around and I put them down and then lay the block, lay the pallets on top of it. So now it's nice and even. And um, now I'm looking at it. I'm like, I can't wait to finish it because, it, you know, you, you you feel like you're accomplishing something. Absolutely. And then I got a shellac or whatever, and it'll it'll be ready for Father's Day. You know Did you mean? say shellac? Well, you know, what weatherproof is shellac, whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to shellac it, you know? Clearly, you've been on YouTube, my friend. Yeah, man. Like, you know, listen, you, you I, I think it, weatherproof is where you were going. Well, the, the wood has already been treated, but I want to get like an, uh, a nice uh, stain stain. stain on, yeah. There we go. <laughs> a, an additional weatherproof stain on it. That this matches went back in third grade. I'm going to shellac this. I'm going to shellac it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but um, now, nah, listen, I, I, you know, shout out to YouTube University. Really, yeah. you can learn yeah, pretty much everything you want. On Anything. There. And it's crazy because the boards literally fit perfectly. Like that's amazing. It's off my maybe maybe like a quarter of an inch. It's off by that much. 
on either side. So it's perfect. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's still man. Yeah, man. It's it's it, it, was, it looks it looks good. The, the picture. I know. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Son, my back. And you're going back for more. Well, I got to finish the job and I got to do it by tomorrow because it's supposed to, like I was telling Rick, it's supposed to rain for the next three days after that. And you know, you can't lay that shit down and let it get wet. So, right, right. You know, I'm going to lay it down and then I'm going to cover it and then finish it up and put some mulch around it. But it's weatherproof, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I just, I don't, you know, I just don't want it to get unnecessarily soaked because it's supposed to rain for three days. And I don't want to, you know, test the waters with that at this point. So I'd rather cover it up. This way it doesn't get soaking the wood doesn't get soaked. And then when I when it stops raining, I can then sand it and treat it. And put some shellac on it. And then I can shellac it. Exactly. <laughs> Give it a good shellac. Good a good shellac. What I do is I go down to Pergamont to get a <laughs> you gotta be an old motherfucker to remember Pergamont. Right? Yeah. I go Wait down to minute, the, the Times Square stores, the TSS stores there. TSS, wow. Just thinking about shellac. Do you remember how toxic that smell was? Yes. And we had to use those on school projects. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you apply enough shellac. <laughs> these these people were literally killing of us without knowing were. it. Of yeah. course they were. It was lead everywhere. <laughs> lead. I'm surprised we I'm surprised we can still speak, motherfucker. We we're not lead right. babies. We know that's a couple why, lead. That's why the nineties was so violent. <laughs> yeah. Right. We had listen, we had to thin the herd. All the shellac. Listen, all the lead babies had to be taken out. Yeah. Those were the violent ones, but uh, it really was wow, yeah, man. So, other than that, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I finished doing that, just been enjoying the weather. We've got the first two really nice, warm weather days, uh, this weekend mm. because it just seems like it's been cloudy like all the time, man. I wake up and you look outside, it's either impending or it's raining, like, it always looks like it's in this right before it's gonna fucking storm look, yep. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's like... It's that time of year. Yeah. May showers. Nah, L. I'm honest. I'm, I'm, I'm subscribing to L. Oh, I was it April showers? May April, flowers. yes, April showers. May flowers. Right. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's Armageddon. <laughs> exactly. I'm subscribing to L's. None of it matters. I'm subscribing to L's view, man. Like, the, world, the Earth is ghetto like this. It just seems like there's a fucking cloud all over the whole planet, man. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, was there some sort of secret eruption I don't know about because the weather's all... Fu- it's just all fucked up right now. What's the character from Peanuts that always has the uh, dirt uh, cloud over Pig pen. Pig pen. Earth is the pig pen of all the planets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, oh man. man, but yeah, so that's basically my check-in, man. That's my check-in. Decoding 40, the hilarious comedy podcast. Come join Vinny, Alaric, and Leon as we give you a glimpse into what men really think and drink. This podcast is not for the state of heart, but it's guaranteed to have you in stitches. This is a trigger warning. If you're sensitive about anything, you've been warned, bitch-ass niggers. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Decoding 40. I don't know what's going on Wells Fargo, but they're at it again. Like this is probably these, this bank gets the racist bank award. They just recently had to deal with the fact that they weren't even hiring people of color, and they said, "Okay, well, we're going to make good on it." And uh, there's recently there's a gentleman by the name of Joe Bruno, a former executive in the wealth management division, whistleblower, saying that basically, even though they were they were supposed to or they're supposed to start hiring people of color. They've been kind of having fake interviews, not kind of. That's what they've been doing. Like I said, I don't know what's going on with Wells Fargo and why they don't want 
to hire people of color, it's like they cannot shake this racist thing, man. It's it's either this or they they're fucking fucked up mortgages. But yeah. Wells Fargo Wells Fargo has a history of just doing foul shit, man. It's committed to scandal. I mean, it's it's like their their deposits and their receipts. It's like how how many people have we violated today? Mm-hmm. This is where the devil banks. Yeah, the white the white, the white supremacy in this bank is deeply embedded, and it, and 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 it just comes up to the top every once in a while. Just shows its its lily white head. Yeah, I, I I feel like if we were to have an episode of Scooby Doo at Wells Fargo, <laughs> at the end of the episode, we're going to just see you're going to pull off the dude's mask and it's going to be a KKK and then you pull off his hood and it's going to be another white mask and then you're going to pull his mask off and it's going to be Ronald Reagan and it's going to be Ronald Reagan I was going to say it's going to be Wells Fargo but I don't know I'm assuming that's a man's name Wells Fargo exactly well if it hadn't been for you meddling I would have darkies I would have still been violating you Oh man, yeah, man. I, I listen. Them, they, they on some shit. You know, it's what's foul is like people are coming in to these interviews, really thinking that they have an opportunity to get a great position, to start working in wealth management, start working in in the financial industry. Maybe they've had positions before, but Wells Fargo was another opportunity for them. And they come in and they do the inter- interview in good faith. And they absolutely have no chance of getting this job because they've already selected the person that's getting the job. Right. Excuse me. Can I can I say this? I actually entered into this article, started reading it a bit optimistically, because I do know that there are occasions in when you're you've got a host of uh, scheduled interviews, and then you come across one and you're like, oh, we really like this person. Right. But we don't want to cancel the other interviews because the person hasn't actually accepted the offer. Right. So I thought that's what was happening. And in true white supremacy form, that was as far from the truth as possible, which was really disappointing because, like you said, you're having these just mock interviews really for people to practice knowing that they have no idea or they have no one, the bank has no intent of hiring these people. And right. two, the people have no chance of getting these positions. Right. And the fact that these are not even positions that are over six figures is even more troubling. This is the exact same thing the NFL is getting sued for now, for pretending that there's even an opportunity. Like, what is the point? Why don't you just invite candidates to interview for this job and pick the best candidate? I mean, well, we know the point. I know you're asking that rhetorically. Yeah. Sorry, I I got off track. But the NFL is getting sued for the exact same thing Mm -hmm. for inviting people in for interviews that they're that they have no intention of hiring you for. I I feel like that's even more insulting than never even inviting me for the interview. It's all about the optics. It's it's like it's like when Nancy Pelosi and the rest of those fucks put kente cloth on. It's all optics. It's all about we don't want to. Well, no one can call us racist because we are interviewing them. You know what I'm saying? We can, yeah. Why would you say that? But then then you start to think, well, don't you think then? Well, they count on there's not going to be a whistleblower. Right. They're mm-hmm. thinking they'll be able to continue to do this. Right. And they think, oh, shit, one darky got slipped through and is actually an executive now. He's the one right. who blew the whistle. Right. But for all of these white folks who live off of racism and benefit from him, from it, 
you know, be the first one to say, oh, I, I don't believe racism and all this stuff. So why aren't you not saying anything? Why weren't you saying something? Right. Because he he's obviously not the only person who knows this is happening. Right. Right. But uh, listen. But to him, it seems him? legit. Yes, it's legit. Wells Fargo is old as shit. Wells Fargo mm-hmm. was back in the day. So I'm I'm going to guess. Yeah, stage coasters. Wells Fargo had some has some slave money in there. Like, come on, as old as that bank is, so yeah, they, they they can't leave that shit alone. They're just racist as fuck since then, for sure. And I think also Wells Fargo is dealing with this idea of sort of the crumb principle. Like, throw them some crumbs, mm-hmm. and that'll make it seem all right. right, even though it's not all right. It's the same thing when people talk about well. Obama was a, a president, so there's no way that America could be racist. Right. Yeah. Mm. Let's really break well, that down. No, you, you still can be racist and still have a figure head, the antithesis of what you think about this person or what you think about people who look like him. Well, yeah, the lie detector proved that was a lie. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> exactly. It, 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 the country has proved that that is a lie. Oh. You can, at least at least 80, 80 uh, 70 two million of you are, are pretty racist you know what's what's crazy is that i remember when trump won that night going to sleep thinking he's not going to win and then waking up and finding out that the motherfucker won that's the same nightmare that those white folks had in their sense that was their nightmare when obama won they went to bed that night and says no why he's gonna fucking win and then he won and they woke up the next day like oh my god a black man's president it was a lot of them like that but did you feel now now that we're here We've already we're on Tangent <laughs> Avenue. Did did you feel personally any different than if Hillary would have won? Meaning, knowing I know that some of her policies would have been different, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But did you personally feel the next day different? Because I always think to I had turned the television off. I I saw basically he looks like she wasn't going to be able to win. Mm-hmm. I turn the TV off. I go to sleep. The next day I'm in my office. I talk to my VP, and she's like damn, the world is going to shit. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> right. Oh, you mean that clown winning? Oh, that means- yeah, I, I mean, said, it's oh, been shit, but- Yeah, tell, right. She said, tell uh, me more. Right. She said, uh, you know, I can't believe this guy won. My brain was like, I hadn't even processed that enough to even care. Do you, do you think, I, do you, do you think there's level there, there's levels to racism, right? There's there's you, you have your racist racist and then you have your casual no. who benefits off of the system. No. So a lot of those liberal white folks. I mean, that's like saying it's honestly levels didn't to th- vagina. Like you either yeah, it's levels no, to my, pregnancy. No, right. my, you're, no, my, you're pregnant or you're racist or you're not racist. Right. No, my point is, is that you have your KKK racist and then you have a person who benefits off the system, who thinks they're who thinks no. they're liberal, who thinks they're liberal and who thinks that they don't they're not. A but part they don't. Of the you problem. don't. But you don't get a pass for that. Right. And they're just as dangerous. I, but that's my point that they Sen- act as if. Oh, I don't know how this happened. They, oh, you're they saying they as, see themselves they, as liberal? Because oh, I don't see them. Okay. Okay. Well, they see themselves as liberal, so they go, how did this happen? And the question is, like, are you living in fucking America or not? That, that's right. the answer to it, not the question. The answer is, right. are we not living in America? Of course this happened. This is what this country is about. But a lot of them don't even see that because they, they're, looking at, they're looking at the world through rose-cutter lenses. Like, oh, how did this happen? We, we know how this happened. The you know system, that your cousin. The system, and- the system works for them, so why would they be looking for flaws in it? Exactly. But like, yeah. well, why would <laughs> the they even care? Right. Why would you either, care? Either, either way, they went. 
Yeah. But there's a there's a weird psychosis. I think I told you about this guy that I used to debate, and then I realized he is just an absolute idiot. I thought he was a well-read individual, but he's not. And he, this is a guy who told me that racism ended in the 70s or the 60s. <laughs> right. And anything else is just one-offs. So what it what occurred to me is that he is fixated on everything that he learned mm-hmm. as a young person is absolute truth. There is no way that anything he was taught could have been misleading or mm. um, incorrect or right. even just maybe not fully fleshed out. Right. Everything that he learned from K through, and I think he went to college, through college yeah. is absolute truth. Fact. And that was the full story. And that was the full story. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me that if you are talking to people like this, not only are they anti-intellectual, they're just stupid. No, but it is just... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this a black person? No, this is a white person who was oh, married okay. to a black woman who has oh. children with her and then divorced her because obviously she woke up one day and She's realized like, who she was married to. And then he married a Latin woman and his kids no longer deal with him. So I know way too much for this person that I just only met through Facebook. Anyway, I say this to say, you can't really rationalize with people like this. So they don't even see themselves as a potential problem because everything that they've lived has been truth in their mind. Right. Where we have had to question everything. Right. And even when we think we have unpeeled the onion enough, there's another layer. Hmm. And I think that... And I think that leads to us always being intellectually curious or those who are progressive being intellectually curious to want to know how to become more equanimical to everybody, because we don't want to keep freedom to ourselves because we understand if one person is not free, none of us are free. Right. Well, you got to bring it back to Wells Fargo just to. So, yeah, yeah. So there's no free checking in life. Wells Fargo. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. Yeah. So um if if you think you got to get that job at Wells Fargo, figure again. Yeah. They lying, Craig. <laughs> Craig, you ain't got to lie. So they you listen, uh yeah, fuck Wells Fargo. Go somewhere else. Go to Carver Bank. Go to a yeah. bank of color. Go yeah, go to a black um, bank, go to a uh a, you a, know a credit union. Yes, yes. And and stop fucking with Wells Fargo because they don't care about us. Uh yeah. that's quite obvious from the for the for the lawsuits, uh the bad mortgages and everything else. I would highly recommend taking your money out of Wells Fargo and putting it in a black bank. Only for one reason specifically. A black bank was created for your benefit. Wells Fargo was not created for your benefit. And they've proven time and time again. All they want to do is strip whatever wealth from you that they can, mm-hmm. whether it's through subprime loans, whether it's pretending that you're going to actually get a job. They just be lying. They just yeah. be lying. They be lying, son. What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluid. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke. Etsy. Pinterest. Friendster. Hamster. Ex-hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. All right. So there's a story circulating in Jersey. There was a rookie 
uh, corrections officer, supposedly a juvenile facility. Well, this rookie got his ass whooped, got lumped. <laughs> I'm laughing. As fuck. How many lumps do you want? I come into work today, you know, and I see Raheem over there. He's usually pretty peaceful to me. I said, hey, Raheem, what's up, brother? And he, for whatever reason, he took, you know, he took offense to it and he kicked my ass all over the fucking jail cell there. Him and his boys, you know, they they beat me up pretty well. Yeah. So apparently this fucking guard uh, caught a beating Mm. and, um, of, of course, you know, they, they're, they're, there's uh, the incidents under investigation, and now he's trying to blame his training. Mm-hmm. Was He received insufficient training. I don't know. Th- there's no training for ducking. Like, well, you, you oh, he, he didn't get the boxing training that he was expecting to get. Right, like, <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a theory, oh. and I, I have no idea if this is true or not. Okay. But here's my theory. He went in. He's a rookie. He was in there with the other guards. He was talking sassy to these inmates and they were like, all right, we're going to, we're going to punch your ticket. And as soon as he was alone, mm. he got his ass beat up. Cause mm. you, he, they knew he wasn't built like that. I have a different he got theory. beat up by a, a couple of teenagers. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty embarrassing. To, yeah, in his he defense, got lumped up though. In his defense, I was reading that individuals could be in this juvenile facility from when they are a juvenile to as much as 23 years of age. Okay. So he could, they they don't say what the age of the uh, inmates were. That's because they were probably younger than 12. Yo, I'm like, (laughs) you're probably right. Cause if they were over 18, there's some muscle bound 14 year olds out there, son. Exactly. There's some big 14 year olds out there. They probably, that's but I have a different theory. I'm curious as to why the president of the union feels like this is a result of bad training, as opposed to this officer not paying attention to the training. Because many of us have been in these trainings and we don't pay attention. Right. We flip through the <laughs> we flip through the pamphlet. I'm like, oh, okay, press this button if in trouble. Right. And you we know- so I, I, I'm pretty sure, and I've seen the pictures of him, he doesn't look like he's a very intelligent individual. And I don't well, believe that, that he his paid face attention. Was, when his face isn't swollen, he looks much smarter. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably the smartest that he's ever yeah. looked in his life. <laughs> oh, my God, yo. But I, I don't think that this guy is someone who's going to pay. Because he probably was like, eh, it's a bunch of negras. Hey, I mean, my I father, pay my cousin, my brother Tony's in right. here. My my friend Roger, he's a he's a corrections officer. I'm just right. gonna take the test. But you know what you just said is is true. A lot of these these trainings and and all this bullshit, there's no substitute than for you know for training than on the job training. On the like job, learn as right. you go. Exactly. Experience. You know, um, I I know when I was training in transit, it was like like the whole thing is like six months to eight months, depending on what division the, the person was going into. But the training could literally be done in, in like four weeks because a lot of it is just bullshit. We have to treat you. We have to teach you how to fucking operate the train. That's the most important thing. All mm-hmm. that other stuff is bullshit. And some of that bullshit, quote unquote, is stuff you really need to know because it's going to it could save your life, or potentially lives of others, especially when it comes. Right. To but but what, you, what you said is very critical because actually the training is really to mitigate exposure. Yeah. 
it, it's the, really not about safety. It's no. How do we sh- tell you enough, or at least documented it enough, mm-hmm. so we don't get any blowback in the event yes. something happens? Of course. This this was not about training at all. And, and let me tell you what the this smokescreen these fucking you these law enforcement unions put up. You Who leaves a rookie? Go ahead. A rookie mm. alone with the inmates. That's the other guard's fault. That's the smokescreen. Yes. The smokescreen is the other guards fucked up by leaving this rookie in a position of vulnerability and he got his ass kicked. Fresh fish. Yeah. That's what happens. Yep. You That's beat me to happens. my second point because I was going to reference what you said when we were talking to Jaquel that you have to be, you have to watch the language and what people are might be gunning for or vying for in any type of situation like this. And if you read the article, the the language that the union president is using is suggesting that these correctional officers are vulnerable and that they should be able to use more force. Mm-hmm. Mm. And mm. if you're using more force on a population, which is probably looking like us, mm-hmm. you're trying to give license to be more violent against this population. Yeah. Mm. And then when anybody says any, well, look what happened to Officer such Exactly, exactly. What are we supposed to end up like him? So he he unfortunately was the lump lump that had to get lump lumped in order if for we, them to get more strict, <laughs> probably to at least have an argument for more strict uh, discipline against. We need uh, a better budget. Send Robbie. Right. Send more money. Yeah. We need Send more Robbie. money for training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send Robbie and he takes his lunch. Hey, any you guys want to kick my ass? Come on. <laughs> maybe maybe the other correction officers didn't like him. I don't know the extent of uh, if this guy's a legacy hire, um, is his family. Because a lot of times you get situations like that, too, where if this is like the boss's kid or someone who came before him or he's he's like kind of juiced in because somebody, one of his uncles or one of his brothers or somebody fucking knows somebody and motherfuckers take offense to that shit. Especially if you're an asshole about like, I'm only going to be here for like a couple of months and then I'm going to move on to such and such. Oh, word. He's like, he could have been like the fucking cop, uh, the, the, the the corrections officer in fucking uh, the Green Mile. The Yo, one dude who was the asshole. You literally stole the words out of my mouth. That's exactly who he reminds me of. <laughs> That's exactly who he reminds me of. Yeah. And they gave, he gave him his lumps. Yeah. They had to, they had to knock him down a peg. Mm, mm, mm. Like, why not? Well, I don't know if any of this is true. But it does. it's all speculation. It's all speculation. But looking, but just taking a look at him, he does look like that type of dude to just, you know, be an asshole for no reason. Right. And I, I, I share with you guys, I, I looked at the picture of the guy who actually wrote the article. He looks like a grandmaster. Of the grand wizard. He yeah, does. Grand I, I, I did say that. Look, Yeah, he does. He said grandmaster like he's a. I know. The DJ, like a DJ, yeah, no, Grand Wizard, <laughs> Grand Wizard of the, yeah, yeah, he does. Grandmaster, Come look at this. Master. I'm just looking at this dude, Dan Kill Alexander. These niggas. Yeah, Dan Alexander. He does look. He got them yellow ass teeth. Yeah, he does look like that. Smile is mm-hmm. just. It it is very like. It's very telling. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? If you're going to be a guard, you better pay attention to the training because you never know when you might need it. 
And you better not be an asshole because you know, in a situation like that, you need someone to get your back. And yeah. if you're a dick on a job like that, you're just, you're asking to be killed. Yeah. You're fucking asking to be killed though. You know, he's, th- this guy is actually lucky. He's lucky that he didn't get killed. You know what I mean? Those motherfuckers, especially if you got motherfuckers in there who, who, who have nothing to lose, like, fuck it, let's just kill this motherfucker. I'm, I'm pretty surprised though, as the conspiracy theorists on the panel, you didn't go with these guys were paid to beat this guy up in order to get more money for the inflate the budget. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think that happened. My conspiracy theory wow, is that okay. dude who got shot on the subway. Oh my goodness. No. Yeah. That, no. that new dude. There's no way was, I'm going to even. He was assassinated, any... son. He was assassinated. You thought he was the CEO. I thought he was. I made a mistake when I read the article. Sorry. My <laughs> dyslexia, you know, had the best of me at that point. And I have been smoking some weed. That's besides the and point. And you still haven't reassessed this. Uh, this <laughs> right. I this think, even, even after I with think, this new information. But still, the dude just, yo. Rick, you even said you thought it might be a hit. Like, Wait, wait, you know, wait. Let's give some context because we switched stories. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Ben in the building. You know what I'm saying? Dakota 40, over 40 style. Make sure you leave that name, that number, and that brief message. You know what I'm saying? We'll be sure to get back to you. And if your name is Tanisha, leave your last name because I know more than one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, y'all. Peace. So, they, recently, I think within the last couple of days, uh, a gentleman was shot on the train this is this is weeks after the other uh gunman got on the train and let fire on the q train same train wow. and no, killed a different train that was the was, it, train. was it other, our train was the other incident i think the other i think the incident was on the q train from if, if i if i remember correctly mm, it was the n and r because it was it was sunset park but you're right you're right i think you're right so again the the guy apparently just walked up to this dude without any provocation and shot him and that's according to the uh eyewitnesses who were on the train who made statements mm-hmm. so i i th- that to me just sounds crazy like how was that a is- hit though so you're saying he knew he was on the q train he was getting off at canal street him. he knew what car he was going to get off why, why is that so impossible if you're if you're doing a hit on somebody and you're following somebody and you don't even know you're gonna be hit he but he was on him. the platform he got shot on the train i thought, in the, the, train I thought the guy was on the platform when the doors open no he I, shot I, him I off on the train. He Both shot him on the train off. and then got off. Then got, got off the train. Got yeah. Okay. His Goldman Sachs. He found out some shit. He 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 saw where they kept the aliens and all the and all the Bitcoin that nigga, and he shot him. Not rest in peace, Mister Enriquez. I don't I don't yeah, know man. if it was that, but it could have been personal. It may be. Yeah, like. Well, you know they've identified this guy since then. Oh, they have. Yeah. Yeah. It's some some black dude. That's yeah, all I can see with a see. with a Muslim name. So you already know they're on top of him. Oh man, really? Yeah. But like, how did they identify him? That's wow. Well, there was like somebody a called in and said, "Oh, uh-huh. I recognize that guy whose face is masked." Right. No. What I, what I think they did is they they have a general description of what he might have been wearing, and they mm-hmm. caught it on one of the subway cameras, and then they put the, they're circulating that picture based on what the other eyewitnesses saw he was wearing or might have looked like. Well, it, it, I mean, this happened in Chinatown or, you know, that area. So there's crazy number of cameras down there. Yeah. 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 But he was wearing a, he was wearing a. a, a yeah. But they're going to be able to follow his mask. footsteps because he was on he was on foot at that point. Yeah. And they snitched down there. 
<laughs> they gonna snitch. I, I mean, I and guess I guess at some like point Abdullah? he must have taken his mask off. At some point, yeah. Come on, man. His name, his last name's Adela. Somebody was gonna turn him in. Yeah. And I'm making that up, but I it's something like that. <laughs> well, I can't. Super I can't fast. wait to hear. I can't wait to hear why he murdered him. Yeah, I'm curious to find out why why you would just walk up on someone. I mean, I hope you know it comes down to I was hearing voices and shit like that. And we don't know so far if this guy was trying to be a terrorist. Was he crazy? Like, well, nobody knows yet. We won't know until he gets caught, unfortunately. But um, and I know, rest for the record, the I was right. But, His name is Andrew Abdullah. Andrew Abdullah? Abdullah? Yeah, that's Abdullah. weird. He sounds like he might have converted to Islam. Mm, mm. Okay. All right, well. Maybe his mother was Christian and his father was Muslim. Muhammad Jenkins. Yeah, never know. But it's it, if it could be personal. Like, did he know Mr. Enriquez? I, I Nobody knows yet. We won't, we won't know until, because again. Was Mr. Was, Enriquez married? Listen, we will find out. As soon as they find him, because once they catch this dude, the first question is going to be like, what the fuck? Why did you do this? And if he doesn't want to spend the rest of his life in jail, he's going to he's going to rat on whoever fucking set the shit up if that's what happened. But it, but the thing is, he it was almost to me, it was just so purposeful. It was just like he didn't know the guy. He didn't say anything. He shot the guy. And then he, he like he knew exactly what the fuck he was going to do. One shot to the chest. Right. I don't know where he shot him at, but I know he got shot. The guy was just on a fucking train minding his business. And that's what that's what's really, you know, kind of crazy about what's been going on lately. It's it's like this it, like nonsensical violence just for no fucking reason. Yeah. And not that violence has a reason a lot of the time anyway. It's just over stupidness. But this shit like this random get on a train and get shot and you're not even thinking about you're just trying to go to your destination. And what's right. crazy, when I read the article about the gentleman, he's like, this is like one of the first times he's been on the train since COVID because he was so shook about getting the virus, he wasn't taking the subway train. And this was like one of the first times he's taken a train in a long time. <laughs> subway train. Yeah. He didn't want to get on the subway because of fear of COVID. That's in the article that I read. And yeah. This- that's. I mean, that's real. I think I took the train the last time we met up. Yeah. I took the train. Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah, I, I don't. don't I don't fuck with transit like that. Like as far as the path, I go to the path. I go to locations, and a lot, lot of the times where, where the studios have been are near the path, yeah. which is great because the subway man is fucking bananas now, man. Like the crazies are really running shit. It's like New York in the seventies and eighties and shit on the subway. Anyway, it really is. That is not an exaggeration. Minus the graffiti, it's the same fucking thing. I have to tell you this. This is actually pretty nasty. Uh, so there was a uh, a homeless gentleman who had his buttocks exposed in the seat of a train car and sitting in the in the uh, seat. He got off whatever stop it was, and the next person to get on the train sat in that exact seat. <laughs> and the person across from them didn't say anything and i was saying to myself i'm too far to say anything so i say all this to say be careful where you sit down don't sit in the chair yo <laughs> sit i'm the, i'm ass gonna stand up i'm gonna just i'm wearing gloves masks <laughs> i'm stand up yeah, 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 yeah. it's so disgusting it's not even funny
just ask but it, Reese. But no, I say, I say this. I mean, it could happen in any chair. But if you are sitting in, depending on the car or the type of car that you're in, at the opposite ends, the ends of the the uh, train car, mm-hmm. that's where everything goes down. Like, do not sit in those chairs. It's they're disgusting. Yo, it's getting to the point where you got to bring your own fucking stool when you go into the fucking train, man. For facts. You, you don't want to touch anything, yo. That person's probably walking around like, like, what is that smell? Right. You keep did looking I at the bottom shit? of your shoes. You got bum ass all over you, son. <laughs> all over you. And he had some white white jeans on. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Oh, this ass God. grease all over them pants. He got he got a fucking uh, shit stain that he didn't even do. Ugh. <laughs> right. Yuck. Uh, congratulations. Oh man. You've been MTA'd. Well, listen, it's about that time for us to end the show. Is it? Um, yeah. Jeez. We've this it, it, this this goes quickly. This goes very quickly, sir. All right. Um <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. It's it goes very quickly because if you go to www decoding forty, um, yeah, the shows the shows um, you know, about to wrap the show up. So, what you guys learned this week on this episode of decoding forty? I just recently learned that I will never sit down on the subway. <laughs> Yo, if it was never. possible to have like a fucking secret. Thanos barrier around you, man. Cause like the shit that's on the subway, ugh. Oh yeah, easily. No I, I think you gotta walk around with Lysol. It needs to be destroyed. You gotta walk around with Lysol, some Clorox wipes. Yes. And then maybe I'll sit down. You know, the I've seen some repugnant shit on the subway, and the stuff that goes down on the seats, you wouldn't even want to come in the train car anymore. Like if it was possible to, to wear a bubble around you, you would. Yes, yeah, it's, it's disgusting. I, I feel that way. I feel that way. Absolutely. Yep. Um, what did I learn? I, I learned that Wells Fargo, I don't know, they they double, they are double and tripling down on racism. They they just, you know what? They're gonna play that hand yeah. and they are comfortable with it. It's quite obvious. Um, if it's possible for you to change your bank, go to another bank, man. And I also realized that at 48, I have no fucking business shoveling or digging <laughs> holes. <laughs> <laughs> without a fucking cortisone shot waiting mm. for me. But um that's So Hitman it. is not in your uh next career move. Hitman. You're no. not digging holes. No. No sir. No sir. I learned that Woodford Reserve is still that drink that uh gets you going. You oh. sipping on some Woodford? I absolutely am. Can I came in late, but yeah. Can I tell you about what I'm drinking? Absolutely. Meinl Schmidt. What? Meinl Schmidt. We go to the other way. That's German. Oh, I keep it. Meinl Schmidt. Meinl Schmidt. Meinl Schmidt. Meinl Schmidt. It's a weed whiskey. Wait, uh, keep it there. Keep it there. Oh, I I got it in Hagerstown, Maryland. I think I told you. I think I told you guys about Hagerstown, right? Uh, you oh. did not, but I know about Hagerstown. Go for it. Uh, it was the, the last opportunity. Oh, like good. once you passed that town, uh, enslaved Africans were free. So mm-hmm. all the slave catchers lined up in Hagerstown. So Hagerstown was like where all the slave catchers hung out, like fucking mm-hmm. pirates, hoping to catch whether they were enslaved or free. They were dragging them back down south in Hagerstown. Wow. But the whiskey's good. 
because I think the tears must have been much sweeter. Hagerstown. Mm. Yeah. Cry into the bucket. <laughs> this country is <laughs> trash. Yeah, it is, man. Trash. Well, that's been another episode of Decoding 40. Okay, make sure that you tune in every Friday morning to get that new episode on your favorite platforms. And uh, you can also give us a call at, what's the number again, guys? 619-940-4040. That's 619-940-4040. You know, call, leave a message. And please call, leave a message, because all we're getting right now is people calling about their houses and, and, and everything. Else. <laughs> Obviously, the number. <laughs> we are not asking Or Angie's list. Yeah, we we are we have an Angie list number from somewhere else, but anyway, give us if a you, call. If you like what we're saying, you don't like what we're saying. If you just want to add your own commentary, your own viewpoint, and you want us to, you know, take that into consideration and talk about it, leave us a message. Hold on, I got to give a shout to. out to Brooklyn, who is the number of downloads have increased exponentially, which I don't know what's going on, but Brooklyn, we love you. And thank you. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, also, you you speaking about Brooklyn? Shout out to Biggie Smalls' fiftieth birthday. Mm-hmm. That Happy was birthday, That was a couple of weeks ago. By the time this is but, there, but yeah. But you know what it is too is that they had the Metro card and people were standing. I hated that. that Metro card. I hated that. Crazy. I absolutely. Well, hate people that. are selling, trying to sell those shits online for like ridiculous amounts of money. But who would want to spend more than what they need to on a metric card? But you right. know why I love that? Uh, a friend of mine, Baron Claiborne, uh, took that photograph, that iconic photograph. Is he getting paid for Biggie. it? Yeah. Oh, he is getting paid for it. Okay. But oh, wow. he's gotten ripped off so much over the years because people will just use the image as if the mm. shit is is fucking free. But wow, you know, if if he got paid for it, okay. Friend. But um, I felt like the MTA was just using his image just to as a, a publicity stunt. And I'm like, pandering this, away. This system is trash. Don't even connect it with Piggy, please. And uh, on that note, Earth is ghetto. And that's mm. probably going to be the name of this. This <laughs> <Earth is> fucking <laughs> ghetto. <laughs> anyway, that is the show tonight. I've been your host, Vincent, and I've been joined with Alric and L. And, uh, you know, listen, motherfuckers, listen. Have a good night, y'all. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.